Hello and welcome to Future Procurement. My name is Robert Freeman and I'm procurement expert. And uh, today in our Future Procurement podcast, we are having the honor to uh, have Simon Stockdale with us, who is CEO of PageMath. And he's uh, joining us on the Skype call from New Zealand. And uh, he will tell his background today and uh, tell his story. And uh, he will share his big ideas that I was really excited about. So welcome, Simon. Thank you. Thank you. Um, well, I'll start just uh, telling you a little bit about uh, my, my gra- background. Uh, you mentioned that I'm uh, here in, in New Zealand. I started off life in, in the UK, but I've been in New Zealand nearly 30 years yes. now and uh, also worked in, in Australia and also done some work in uh, India and, and Nepal. So I worked in various parts of the world. My background originally is in, in, in IT. I have a computer science degree. Um, but I was one of those IT people that was um, have a, had a, a greater liking for people than I did for computer terminals and, and programming. So very quickly, I, I decided I was more interested in doing support work, analysis work, business analysis, um, the work that brought me into contact with people rather than having me sitting in front of a, a computer screen um, all day. Um, so I, I spent some time with uh, with KPMG as an international consultant. Um, I've had my own software businesses, and um, my journey into uh, developing PageMap uh, was through a solo energy business which I founded in New Zealand right. um, several years ago, and that's now the the largest solar company in New Zealand. So that's really when I first got involved in um, the procurement process from our customer side and um, had this big challenge around large complex contracts that I, I needed to understand. Mm. So you were working in uh, procurement yourself, this is how you revealed this, so to say, pain or this lack of a good system? or Yeah, yeah. my, my experience in procurement earlier on um, had really just been in, in IT contracts, so I was sort of you know familiar with, with contracts, but then suddenly I was having to purchase uh, solar systems, parts of solar systems and services to right. go with them and a number of other contracts uh, also on the customer side. Hmm. How, how did you see this uh, problem? I mean, uh, was it really uh, so big problem that uh, you have seen an opportunity or what was the background of that? Yeah, um, well, one thing about uh, technology people is that they're always looking for an easier way to do something using <laughs> technology. And um, the, the challenge with contracts, um, uh, and so contracts are quite large projects that we were involved with or, or um, you know, major supplies that were perhaps coming out of, uh, of China and other parts of the world is you might have 50 or 60 pages to, to deal with. Um, right. the cross references, there are a lot, a lot of defined terms. And... You, there's several people in the business who who need to to look over the contract because it's got test, technical aspects, it's got financial aspects, etc. Et and I just found it was a uh, yeah difficult to get everyone to have that common understanding, right? And and for us to assess yeah was was the contract um, in a good shape for for us to sign? Um, and I've certainly been in several situations in other companies where. Um, everyone's just found the, the contract so difficult, and after about the third draft, they so oh, let's let's just sign it and and, and get on with it. And and um, exactly. And then usually it's signed, and and there are sort of yeah little problems in there which are risks for the project further down down the the road. 
Yeah, it's a very important point. And actually for me personally, uh, Simon, this is something where I feel the most uh, of frustration and this is where my energy goes away completely without really adding value because again, honestly and straightforward contract management or having new and new drafts and making the corrections on the contracts is really a complicated and frustrating process for me. So that's, that's why I always liked being in a procurement and supply chain management. I always tried to delegate these kind of things. But when I, I needed <laughs> yes. to do this, uh, it, that was really a nightmare. So you can really make uh, great agreements with your suppliers or with another stakeholders or parties. But then how to make it in written was really, really yeah. a nightmare for me. So yeah. I, yeah. I really share your, uh, how do you say, ambition to tackle the problem. And I'm really curious, Simon, for you to uh, share your approach and how did you um, really turn this uh, problem into the, I mean, how could you make the system which isn't up the process of contract review? Can you share with uh, our listeners yeah, I mentioned a couple of things, which which are the the barrier to understanding um, a large contract or other yeah. document, and that is, um, yeah, lots of definitions. So typically, the contracts I was dealing with would have about hundred defined terms. Right. Um, so you know, if you're on page thirty-seven and it's suddenly got a defined term, maybe a minimum order or yeah, a penalty exactly. date, or something, and you think, oh, what, what was that penalty date? And you've read two other contracts that same morning. So, so my solution for that is that when we upload a contract into PageMap, we, um, we have an algorithm that finds all the definitions. And so that whenever you see, so if you see, say, penalty date um, on right. the page in your contract, you can just click on it, and it just pops up what definition is. Wow. So you, you, you get away from all that scrolling back. You mean that forward. it's in electronic format you can yeah. review? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, we, we take everything out of a contract uh, document file and put it into a database so it's it's readily available to, to any part of our system. And then we do the same with cross-references. So if you're reading that blah, 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 subject to clause 8.3.4, and, and you're, again, you're in a very different part of the document, then you just click on 8.3.4 and it tells you exactly what it is, gives you a few lines, and then if you need to, to go to that part of the document, you just click on it and, and you immediately scroll there. And then if you want to come back, um, we have a little breadcrumb trail at the top of the page so right. that um, you can come back to where you are. The, you know, the, one of the big challenges in a document is to just stop you getting self, you know, once you've followed all these links, um, suddenly you forget where you originally were and what you were originally trying to, uh, to find out from the document. So really helping that whole navigation process um, of, of keeping you on track so that you can read it more from, you know, page one through to the end without mm. too much scrolling up and down. Exactly. So it makes the process more interactive and more intuitive. Yeah. Yeah. And then we also do some integrity checks. Um, def yeah, particularly definitions are quite a problematic area in contracts. Uh, often things are defined. So you might go to your definition section and, f and see the confidentiality or intellectual property mm. has been defined, but then it's never used in the document. So effectively, it's not in the agreement. So, so we check that all definitions have, have been used. Uh, we look for mismatches in cases, um, and also um, something you sometimes you'll things find things have been defined twice by mistake. Um, mm. So, yeah. So we pick up all those um, issues and put them in a side drawer so you can you can see and navigate to all those definitions and, and instances and, and see if thought those are true issues that need a, need addressing. 
right? Simon, can mm. you say what, who is the main customer of yours, of this uh, hey. program? I mean, yeah. is, is it the lawyer or is it the um, procurement professional? Or... We, but, uh, both. So, um, so we do have a number of lawyers who, who use it uh, generally in their work, not just with procurement contracts, but, but contracts in general. Right. Um, and then we also have uh, procurement managers. Um, we've got quite a uh, lot of customers in Australia. Um, a lot of major Australian companies will have offices across um, across the country, and Australia is a very big country. So they have to do even within the same company. They're doing a lot of work remotely. So one of our customers is a large packaging company. Um, they do medical packaging and food packaging. So when they're looking at a procurement contract for packaging materials, they've got to look at it from a engineering point of view they've got to look at it from a toxicology point of view because they're doing the food pack uh, packaging and these people are in different parts of the country so um, they've got to have uh, input from several different people on a contract review and they need mm. to make sure everyone's um, yeah providing their, their input and that input is recorded that's really interesting what you say because for me it was always a challenge to uh, get the expertise from different people and different specialists and different angles so to say like you say from technical perspective also from legal perspective from financial yeah. perspective you should place everything in one place does it yeah. allow uh, different people to access it and uh... yeah so you can sh you can share the documents um right. with as many people as as you wish both inside and outside the organization um and then so everyone is looking at the same version of the comment uh, of the document and um, they can highlight and, and comment on that document. Uh, and the other aspect uh, in terms of people with different disciplines or, or interest in the document is we, um, uh, a key part of PageMap is being able to store lots of keywords for, for searches. And so that if your interest is uh, on the finance side, say, mm. then when you look at a document, the topics you're interested in are, are related to words like, uh, payment, uh, you know, penalty interest, um, acceptance and those sorts of things where um, you know, the inventory people are more interested in aspects of you know, uh, delivery, you know, shelf life and all those sorts okay. of things. So what we allow uh, users to do is to, to have their own sets of keywords that they're interested in, uh, which they can load into to the document, but um, and then they can make their comments. But everyone's looking at the same version of the of the, wow. uh, the document because you know, un unlike say doing a um, document collaboration with Google Google Docs, where it's a bit of a mm. free for all. With procurement, you want a, a sort of managed and moderated process, so it's critical that everyone's you know, it's, you know, literally on on the same page, uh, can see everyone else's comments, etc. Wow. It's, it's really great. I didn't reveal this option by myself and uh, mm -hmm. when I used it uh, briefly. Mm -hmm. So that's really uh, that's really exciting what you say. Mm. Right, so, you, so different mm. people can make the amendments and then uh, it will be uh, trackable. Well, is it online or is it... Uh... It's online. It's, it's uh, yeah, it's completely cloud-based. Yeah, cloud cloud so, um, yeah, which is yeah, particularly valid, valuable when you've got people uh, in, in different locations who are who are accessing the, the documents and uh, you can put either PDF or Word documents into the system. Oh, that's great. And yeah. uh, really to make the uh, best, the, the final impression uh, on this tool, can you um, briefly describe how can, how can it work from beginning to the end? 
in in a nutshell i mean does it start from the scratch and uh if if i'm a procurement manager for example and uh, i mm-hmm. want to uh, make a number of contracts which are most likely similar with uh, different suppliers can you uh, draw a short uh, picture how how what do i do and how can uh, yeah Page, so, so, the, so the, the con- yeah. So, the contracts are typically they're, they're, they're still uh, drafted in in Word. Um, or so, there may... is some template, or or you make um, the template. No, so no, so so no. We don't have contract templates. Uh, we're we're just we're working with uh, existing, right? Uh, with existing contracts. So either it's maybe something you you've drawn up on your own paper uh, in Word, or it's perhaps one you've received mm. as as a PDF. Um, then you, you upload it into uh, to PageMap. You can review the defined terms, and there are some other integrity checks yeah. um, um, around the construction of, of the document. So, in fact, you, your first iteration, you might, in terms of getting f- definitions fixed up and that sort of thing, any other ambiguities, something you may wish to just sort out with the supplier first uh, before you get your, wi- your wider in, um, audience involved. Um, and then, then what you do is you'd... Um, uh, you then inv- invite the other people in the business. So if you're the procurement manager, you know, invite the legal people and the, the business owner of the, right. the contract um, and whoever you you need into. Um, you can also, if you wish, just, you just open, um, upload the, the document uh, twice and then you can actually have a version that you're sharing with the supplier mm. um, for, a, for a different conversation with the supplier as you do on the... Um, Wow, so you mean that uh, the same process can be done with suppliers? This is yeah. really interesting. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, so the, yeah, the sharing is, is a very easy easy process. Um, and then when everyone's uh, yeah had their input, they can highlight different sections of the document. You can then have the conversation um, in the document and agree what uh, what needs to be done. Then the document owner, um, which is the person who originally uploaded the document, uh, they're, they're effectively the document moderator, so they can then set the comments as being accepted or, mm. or rejected. Um, and then finally, at the end of um, in a, a drafting iteration or the end of the process, the, the document can be locked. Because uh, what's very important for a number of our customers from a compliance point of view is that not only do they want to have the final version, working version of the document, but they want to be clear about the input from different people in the organisation as to how they got to that and why particular uh, clauses might have been worded um, as as they are. So, so they then can then lock that document and mm. store it away in in uh, archive folders by supplier or department, so that it's always there as a permanent record. I think what you said was really like an eye opener for me that you can use it not only for uh, yourself, I mean, not only for your organization, but also you can uh, <clears throat> put it in the cloud and share it with your, for example, yeah. uh, suppliers or different vendors and uh, have the uh, amendments between organizations because this is a even bigger hustle, even bigger struggle for, uh, as I say, for me, for example, or for many other uh, people from procurement. Yeah. And uh, one yeah. of the uh, reasons of this podcast was to uh, give back motivation and inspiration to people and we were thinking how to reactivate the enthusiasm and energy for procurement professionals and I believe that this is one of the way because it takes away so big frustration and so big 
um, demotivation, so to say, to really, as I said about myself, to touch these contracts was always like a, oh, something I really didn't want to do. But when, yeah. when, you, when you describe it, it really isn't up the process. Yeah, that's right. And I just, I, I'm just one of those people. I like to get rid of the tedious exactly. and boring bits of and, and, and automate. And you know, there's there's a lot of good technology um, uh, out there um, to to um, to implement. And because more and more is now cloud based, like PageMap, and uh, I've just been reviewing a contract management system that we're going to be integrating with. Then um, it's it's very easy to implement uh, in terms of there's um, there's no software to install on your own systems, um, but we're you know also um, you can be very confident in the security. So um, yeah, on PageMap, you know the 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 default is was that something is not shared. Um, if you then do deliberately share a document with someone else, they can't then start downloading that document from PageMap and getting it out and doing their own thing. Um, so it it does protect your security really really well. Exactly, we, we, that was my question. How how uh, good is uh, safety yeah. in this one, and how to really secure that uh, mm. your partners, especially from yeah. the other companies, don't. Yeah. So so we have. Um, yeah, some of your your listeners may be familiar with the term of penetration testing, which you, you you know you give your system to an external group of sort of ethical hackers, and they try and hack right. into your system and see. And so so that's yeah, that's an important part um, exactly. of of the the security process to make sure that people can't readily hack into to your system. Uh, and our our, our systems uh, sits on top of um, Amazon servers, so those are all you know professionally managed servers in different in, in different parts of the world. Um, and you know, companies like Amazon and there, there are others, Microsoft, Azure, and um, other what they call infrastructure as a, as a service. Um, so you typically, as a software as a service company like mine, you you don't build that architecture yourself. You 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 pick the best architecture and, and also the most cost-effective architecture that's mm. out there to sit your system on, and then so. Um, a lot of the security issues uh, are taken care of um, for us by Amazon, but then there's also our own internal security um, that we have to to manage very very carefully. And then equally, um, for anyone who's concerned about security, um, then it's it's also their internal responsibilities about making sure people use strong passwords um, and those sorts of things to make sure that all their data, wherever it is, is, is secure. Oh, exactly, because I believe that in the uh, organizations or companies where I was working before, for example, this was uh, also having a different approach from different companies. And for some companies, they would just send the drafts to uh, completely unknown people who we only started the cooperation with without any non-disclosure agreements or things like that. So yeah. We, and in some companies, we started with uh, being very like protective from the beginning and uh, really taking care of intellectual property of the this what I said non-disclosure agreement so it was really different approach from different companies so I believe that uh, if you have the integrated uh, safety and security in page map then it's up to the company how do you use it and how do you really so you can still make stupid mistakes even with such yeah. a protected system yeah that's yeah that's right and that's so the important uh, yeah, approach there, and and obviously it's it's uh, fundamental to to procurement is to have good processes, um, you know whatever you're doing in, in your organisation, and and um, yeah, make sure that people follow those processes. Not not that they need to be um, you know too 
Oh, regress is not the one word, but you know the, the the processes mustn't stifle the organisation. Uh, um, otherwise, that's yeah often a way that people will try and work their way around the procurement department. Uh, you've got to remember that you're offering a service to your business, but um, yeah, you've got to have robust pr um, processes that um, support and protect the business. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, uh, Simon. To finalise this uh, big idea and big. Uh, uh, change driver for many companies that you propose uh, the page map uh, to finalize yeah. this one can you say who is a uh, who is a typical customer you have from I mean which companies can benefit the most or which companies maybe you can uh, share some yeah. uh, companies that people know and uh, that are already using your service and uh, yeah. if uh, some of our listeners or some of the companies that our listeners are uh, representing, if they decide to go for a page map, uh, how can yeah. they find it and uh, how can they maybe benefit from listening to this podcast to, yeah. okay. uh, to have the page map today? Yeah. So, um, yeah, I just have to be a little bit uh, careful to protect our customer confidentiality. So, um, a, a good example customer um, is it's an, uh, an Australian packaging manufacturer I've already mentioned. Uh, they're called PPG Group, uh, not to be confused with there's a, a paint and chemical company in the US, which is PPG, but different company. Um, so the, the driver of their system is their compliance um, manager um, who's uh, involved in a lot of their procurement processes. Right. Um, no, many of our customers are putting uh, no, two or three contracts a week through through the systems. Depends on the volume. Mm. So, um, and yeah, in terms of size of customers, um, a lot of your listeners probably wouldn't know PPG, um, but they're they're a company. They would employ probably four or five hundred people. Mm. Um, but then equally, we we do have. Um, if, if you look at lawyers, uh, we do have sole practitioner lawyers who are commercial lawyers and uh, are dealing with, in, um, with contracts a great deal. Um, so we go we go down to very small users as, um, as well, um, or, or medium-sized law firms. Um, we have a, a paint manufacturer in in New Zealand, um, which again it's it's a, a company I think employs about two hundred people. Right. So um, yeah, that's where we, we're uh, yeah relatively new piece of software. So we're still building up our, our user base, and I'll, I'll talk to you um, shortly about how some of your listeners could uh, get access to to PageMap, and and uh, we can offer a discount to your to your listeners. Um, right. So our um, our domain name, uh, yeah, web, website is pagemap.com. P-A-G-E-M-A-P.com. Right. And there's uh, there's an introductory video, uh, just uh, two or three minutes long, on our homepage. So that's the easiest way to to get to know the software. Which people will love for sure if if yeah. <laughs> if they're yeah, working with the contracts. You, you will can love. just let it and, and let it roll, and um, yeah, hopefully, yeah, my demonstration uh, will let people understand how the software uh, works, and they can see whether it uh, fits fits them. And um, yeah, so we uh, and then there's a 14 day free trial. Um, so anyone can avail themselves of that or they don't need a credit card or, or anything like that. So there's an example document in that free trial and they can upload some of their own documents and, and try it for themselves. Right. Yeah. So we, we will attach it to the footnotes of this uh, podcast wherever uh, you listen to it. Please check yeah. it. Yeah. 
and um, yeah, we're happy to. Yeah, any any of your uh, listeners, we're happy to give them a fifteen percent discount on on an annual subscription. Right. Uh, what should people do to get it? Sorry, I'll I'll be a little more generous. I think I'll I'll offer them twenty percent discount on that um, annual subscription. And um, and it's uh, so it is and it is priced in it's the depending where you are in the world it will come up with different prices so it's priced in in euros and also in in uh, pounds and, and US dollars. Um, now of course we now need to um, tell people how they can access that discount. Um, and Robert, you're in in Vienna, so we have a, pr- uh, a promo code field when you um, do okay. your sign. So if someone puts uh, Vienna two o one seven in that promo code. Then we'll make sure that they, um, when when they, um, yeah, get their when their payment is processed, they'll get a twenty percent discount. I will also attach it. Vienna two thousand seventeen. Yeah, what you said. Great, and uh, thank you very much, Simon, for this uh, generosity. Twenty percent discount for our listeners. If you decide to go for Page Map uh, today or after this podcast, please feel free to. Uh, enter Vienna 2017 in the in the field. How Great. Well, th- yeah. Thank, thank you, Robert. Always enjoy talking about uh, technology in general, or particularly the uh, yeah technology that I've developed. And uh, Simon, yeah. one one last uh, word I would ask from you uh, before asking about your contacts yourself. Uh, it would be about the uh, this Thursday we will have the webinar with our. Uh, future procurement community around uh, building a successful procurement career, which will call, uh, which will be called uh, "Boost Your Procurement Career" in four weeks. And mm-hmm. um, you have been working in procurement and with procurement um, and for procurement now. Uh, can you give us a few, maybe top three or top two advice for procurement and supply chain professionals? How can they? Uh, build the success, successful career or what are your advice to uh, for people to really come closer in their career and uh, and uh, you know, to build yeah. the organization uh, mm-hmm. to a world-class level what are yeah. your experienced advice please share with us really important that you always remember that you're offering a offering a service um, and, it, right. and a service primarily to to your internal Customers, the people in your business who who need to purchase things, um, you know, and one of the challenges, particularly when new procurement processes are going in, or perhaps um, a procurement processes being introduced for the first time, is that particularly those uh, people who've been in the organisation longer than you have, you know, they're always going to try and find ways around it so that they can buy things in their way. So, um, yeah, remember that you're offering a service, and that that's got to be a, a, a good service. They don't, you don't need want to be seen to be putting roadblocks in the way. Um, so um, I mentioned earlier on about having good processes um, in place and well-documented processes in place so that the people can understand um, what you require of them so that you can provide your uh, procurement services to the, the organization. And um, yeah, if you're in a large organization, then things will take time and the process that you put in place might not be the right process first time and and you need it to be prepared to refine that listen to the feedback from your internal mm-hmm. customers um now i've often been involved in putting new systems in place um computerized um, systems and you it's quite common that you come across resistance of, of some sort from right. somewhere in an organization and um 
you just need to yeah you've got to face up to that and try and understand the people who are, are resisting on and uh, their point of view why why your process might be making things a little more difficult for them and work with them to to try and come up with a better process and solution mm, i really like this advice mm. so be mm. consider yourself as a service and be open-minded and get the feedback when the things yeah. go wrong because uh, i like what you say whatever you try to change it will always be met with uh, resistance and it will most likely go wrong from the beginning so be open-minded i really like your advice and uh, i will for sure attach them to the footnotes of this podcast thank you so much simon and before we finish our talk can you say where our listeners can uh, find you on the web yeah it's pagemap.com p-a-g-e-m-a-p.com right and then uh, maybe as i found you also on linkedin they can also find your uh, name on linkedin if they want uh, to have some more deep conversation or more direct con- uh, contact about page map yeah abs- absolutely so yeah simon stockdale on linkedin i i think there's only one of me in new zealand so i'm relatively <laughs> fine you're right uh, so yeah look forward to connecting with anyone on linkedin if they've got any direct questions uh for me um then i'd be yeah happy to uh, start a conversation that was a real pleasure talking to you simon and uh I'm sure that for all our listeners, it will be really uh, interesting and uh, curious topic about the optimization of the contract review process. So thank you so much, Simon, and uh, have a great afternoon or evening. And I will have a great day here in uh, Europe. Thank you, Robert. Thank you, everybody, for listening to the end of this episode. I really, really enjoyed talking to Simon. And uh, please share your feedback with us. What do you think about this new format? I'm really excited uh, to hear from you. I hope you really like it the way I like it. And uh, please don't forget that this Thursday, uh, the 27th of uh, July, we will have a great webinar, a one, one and a half hour webinar for free, which is called Boost Your Procurement Career. Uh, I will also leave the uh, link to Uh, register for this webinar session boost your procurement career in just four weeks i'm really looking forward to it and uh, some of the things which simon also mentioned we will touch upon there so uh, have a great week guys and uh, see you on thursday in our webinar and uh, of course uh, see you next monday on the next podcast with our new guests Keep in touch. My name was Robert Freeman and this was Future Procurement. I wish you a great week.